So when it comes to exercise and back pain, there are some good exercises and there are some bad exercises. Now, not all exercises are created equal. What is bad for you may be great for someone else and what is great for someone else may actually be bad for you, which is why I hate when people ask for advice from their aunties, uncles, dad's best friend's sister who had a similar back issue like you and magically beat it by doing banded clams. So today I wanna give you a kind of a master list of just three of the biggest exercises that I see personal trainers in the gym giving their clients who I know have back issues um, and or you are just going in the gym and you're continuing to do these things because you know maybe you thought that eventually they will be good for you or maybe the aggressive PT, the aggressive chiro or physio convinced you that we should all be doing these exercises regardless of our pain. Um, you just gotta suck it up buttercup and get over it. So in episode eight of the Fitness for Back Pain podcast, let's break down these three specific exercises. I'm gonna give you kind of a bonus tip that you can apply not just to these three exercises, but every exercise that you do to take it from being a pain-inducing exercise to allowing your back to actually feel amazing after your workout. So first exercise I want you to eliminate from your workout regimen are barbell squats. Now, there's a lot of reasons why I'm not a big fan of barbell squats. If you are trying to accomplish some kind of crazy squatting record or competitive squatter, it doesn't really matter because ultimately, if your bigger goal is to beat your back pain, putting a barbell on your back and trying to create a pain-free environment in an environment that is actually creating a lot of pain, it's impossible. It's going to be impossible until you change the environment that your body is in. So I do believe that the barbell squat is something that you can do. It's not a bad thing. I don't think the barbell squat should be thrown out altogether. The problem is, is there's a lot of technical things that go on in a barbell squat. There's weight distribution, there's mobility issues, there's too much weight being put on the bar. Like there are so many different factors when it comes to squatting well and whether or not the way you're doing it is creating that healing environment that you should be creating um, versus it creating an environment where you're just kind of going around and around the same old mountain stuck on this roller coaster of pain. So instead of doing barbell squats, let's do something different. And what I suggest people do are focusing more on single leg work. So you can do rear foot elevated lunges, you can do box step ups, you can do static lunges, you can do leg extensions, you can do leg curls. There's lots of different things that you can do. Um, but I, I prefer people who are in chronic pain, looking to not just work on getting out of this chronic pain cycle that they're in, but use exercise um, productively in their situation. I try to switch them from heavy barbell squats to something less heavy and focusing more on single leg work. So make that change. Second exercise are barbell deadlifts. Very similar concept, thought pattern to the barbell deadlift. I don't think it's bad. We, we hinge and lift 
all day. If you're cleaning your garage out, if you're vacuuming your car out, if you're at work stacking boxes, if you're picking your newborn child out of his or her crib, you're bending and you're lifting a heavy object. So it's not that the act of bending over and lifting is dangerous, but we have to go back to the context that we're talking about. So case in point, if bending is painful for you, we have to create an environment where we can make bending not so painful, right? And that takes a little bit of work. It takes some time. So what I suggest people to do instead of trying to figure out, trying to tweak their technique and their form, which is something you can always do. Most people, again, just like the barbell squat, there's a lot of complicated technique and form and a lot of different things that we're doing during the barbell deadlift uh, that can go wrong. So if you're already dealing with back issues, why create something that's very difficult? If you're not confident in the way you do it or how to do it, I say shelf it until you build the confidence, reduce your pain, and then you can surprise yourself with getting back into barbell deadlifts completely pain-free. So what do you do instead of doing barbell deadlifts? I always suggest going back to the, the concept of single leg work. Now you can do two legs if you want, um, but taking things like dumbbells, if you have to do some kind of uh, bar pulling from the ground, maybe get a hex bar uh, that you can actually stand inside of and pull from a different uh, weight distribution point where you're just more balanced when lifting from the ground with a hex bar versus a barbell. Lot Again, lots of things can go wrong with the lifting patterns with a barbell. So use a hex bar. If you can't use a hex bar, then go to like a single leg deadlift, right? You, there's lots of different variations. There's kickstand uh, variations where you have one foot, uh, one like basically knee, shin, and toe on a bench. Then you have your other leg flat on the ground as if you're going to do a deadlift. And then you're holding the weight that you're going to be deadlifting in the hand that is on the same side of the leg that is touching the ground. So I call it a kickstand deadlift because you kind of have the opposite leg, the leg that you're not working, um, kind of propping you up next to you on the bench. So when you're in this position, you got your, let's say your left leg on the bench and your right legs on the ground. Now you're going to bend and do a version or variation of the deadlift uh, and then adjust your form, adjust your technique, adjust the weight, adjust how low you go um how that's really kind of all you can do once you're at a place where you are finding alternative exercises right but i always suggest starting with some kind of single leg work if weighted stuff is too much you can shift to bands doing band different variations of uh, single leg deadlift type of work with bands and if bands are too much then just break it down to body weight master the hip hinge get comfortable with it and then slowly add weight in different positions um, but again if you're trying to build strength in the back the posterior chain you have back pain eliminate the barbell deadlift okay last major group of exercise is basically all things that involve twisting i'm not saying that the body is not designed to twist i don't fall in that camp of we have to create this rigid body that doesn't twist, doesn't bend, doesn't do anything outside of neutral. Um, I do believe that when you're in the healing patterns, like you're you're in, during the process of healing, you really have to focus on creating that environment. And if 
maintaining more of a neutral position allows you to create that environment, then that is the ultimate thing that you should be focusing on. But when it comes to chronic pain, a lot of people have issues with twisting. So doing things like Russian twists or different variations of like twisting pallet presses and, and rowing, single arm rowing with twists. Like there's a lot of different variations of twisting. People could try to add twisting into different exercises. And I've just always found it to be an irritant to people. Uh, a lot of low back sensitivity, uh, the, it's exacerbated by small micro movements, right? And sometimes these common micro movements that cause pain are twisting. So if you're in the gym and you're loading your body, you're already stressed out in a good way because working out is a stressor. Um, I just don't think it's smart, again, trying to create a pain-free environment, a healing environment to kind of pick the scab with exercises like twisting, especially with weight in your hand, um, because it's just not going to give you the benefit that you're looking for. Um, it's, it's just not going to give you that environment that you want. So the bonus tip that I have for you in today's podcast when it comes to exercise. So if you're like, okay, well, I don't, I don't do barbell squats. I don't, I don't do, you know, barbell deadlifts. Those aren't really in my program at all. I, 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 I get the twisting thing. Maybe I'll just remove the twisting thing for now. If you can apply one rule to all of your exercises that you're doing right now, it would be... I'd say two things. I'm gonna give you a bonus bonus, okay? This is just the day of bonuses. Bonus number one, reduce your weight significantly. Let's say by 50%, okay? Weightlifting, exercising, loading the body, it is all stressful on the central nervous system regardless. It, it's a good stress, right? Like it's making us more resilient. But when your body and brain is saying, stop, 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 we have pain, oh, my back hurts, my back is tight, okay, he's not stopping, she's not stopping, we have to create tension, we have to create tightness, we have to protect, protect, protect. That's what your brain is doing. So what you have to make sure you are doing is respecting that threshold. And when you're in pain, that threshold is very low, unfortunately. You might be strong, you might be fast, you might have a great track record of being athletic, but that, it's all out the window if your body is constantly in pain. So instead of trying to keep up with your weight, chasing numbers, doing what you used to do, cut your weight in half, okay? The second tip I wanna give you is go very, 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 and I'll add one more, very, very slow with every rep. Emphasize quality over quantity. This is something that is often missed because I mean, most people, everyone likes to work out, but when you're in there, you're like, okay, like I'm ready to go. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm not the kind of guy who's going to be in the gym seven days a week, three hours. I just love pumping iron. No, I like, I like mountain biking. I like chilling with my family, with my kids. I like growing food. I like doing things with friends. Like that's what really, all I really care about the, the in this season of my life. So when it comes to time in the gym, I'd rather maximize my time, do as little as possible to get the most results possible. And what I have found to be true is if you take this concept of slow and eliminating speed, eliminating momentum, eliminating this rush to hit a certain number of reps um, every single time and just slow it way, way, way down, almost to the point where you're like, okay, I'm really going slow here. I'm really emphasizing, excuse me, I'm like yawning while I'm talking. That 
That's weird. I got the post three o'clock slump right now, but we're going to work through it. Um, so s slowing it down. So let's say you take <sighs> bent over rows. Instead of just yanking out some bent over rows, like you're using momentum, you're trying to go heavy, you're trying to get your eight to 10 reps or 10 to 12. Instead, I'm going to load the, the bar up with half of the weight that I would normally do. That would keep me at like an eight RPE. An, eight, an RPE is basically your rate of perceived exertion. Um, an eight would, would kind of say I'm out of 10. Um, if you were to scale my the difficulty of my workout out of 10, an RPE of 8 is basically giving myself a score of 8, which means I have, let's say, 1 to 1 and a half reps in my body left before failure, where a 10 out of 10 RPE would be like um, maximal effort failure kind of thing. So anyways, so I'm going to take the weight that I would normally do at an RPE of eight, really kind of pushing the limits, getting my eight to 10 reps. And I'm going to scale that weight back. And I'm going to go so slow with the concentric and eccentric, the up and down part portion of that specific exercise. So let's say it's bent over row. I'm bent over. I'm in a good position. I feel comfortable. Maybe I have a bench supporting me, whatever your situation might be. Then I'm going to grab that bar. I'm going to squeeze my lats. I'm going to engage my back and my lats and my posterior chain. And I'm going to slowly begin to bring my elbows back and squeeze my shoulder blades together, not trying to overemphasize the contraction in my low back, not trying to, you know, rep a, a or bring my elbows up super, super high using momentum. It's it's slow and controlled. Three, four seconds up, three, four, five, six seconds down. Um, you can kind of play around with how long that is, but you can tell if you were just doing regular old bent over rows, most people just kind of yank it up. They might pause the top, but they let it kind of just fall back down so they can get back to the second rep. And next thing you know, they're basically just swinging this thing. Looks like you're you're starting two lawnmowers at the same time. Um, that's essentially what they're doing. So slow it way down. So the two bonus points, one, cut your weight in half. Stick to that for a little bit and slowly increase weight over time. Um, the other thing would be to slow way down. That is uh, the biggest thing that I think would help in a massive way. Now, if you are in the gym, you're working out, you have back issues, um, you feel stuck, you've been, you've been modifying a bunch of things, I do have a free guide that, that really might be the thing that you're missing. It's kind of like my brainchild of how I approach exercise from a pain-free perspective, right? Like we have to focus on building strength, building resilience, but pain is very, very important to respect and you have to look at exercise a little bit differently. So I put a guide together to kind of saying, hey, make sure your workout look like this make sure your your the the progress you're making the exercise that that you're picking the order of the exercise that you're picking is done in this way you can get that at fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash pain free training it's a totally free guide um if you're like you know what like i have that guide i've been listening to you for a while i have that guide um i still feel stuck no matter how many modifications i make no matter how many changes i make or time off or reducing my weight you don't have an exercise problem you have a pain source problem and this is something that's a little bit deeper than just modifying your workouts and this is something that i do every single week every single day with students inside of my strength and pain relief 
Accelerator program. It is by invite only. It's where you and I will be working one-on-one together, working through your unique situations, your unique roadblocks, and really not just me giving you secrets, but me showing you, teaching you how to learn how to heal yourself. That's the most important thing when it comes to any strategy that you invest in is, am I going to need this person for the rest of my life to keep this relief? Or is this person, this doctor, modality, chiro, physio, surgeon, whatever, is this going to be something where they are going to teach me and sharpen my own tools so that I can serve myself for the rest of my life. That's what you're looking for. That's what this program is about. It's teaching you how to make smart decisions around healing yourself. If you are interested in getting help working with me one-on-one, there'll be a link in the show notes to this show here, or you can go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash apply. Um, and we can chat and have a conversation see where you're at. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, love your guys's just enthusiasm on the YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook. If you're not in my private Facebook group, you got to show up to that place. It is awesome. Lots of conversations going on all the time. If you're listening to this on podcasts, leave a review. Give me a five-star review. Let me know what you're digging about these episodes, what you'd like to see more of, and I'll be sure to do that. Thanks, and have an awesome rest of your week.